Welcome to the Writer's Way podcast, where we celebrate writers who have completed their books and inspire writers who haven't. Join Lori and her guests as they talk about writing, books, and life in between chapters. Sponsored by the I Can Handle It, I'm the Dad t-shirt. Find it at LoriWriter.com. Hello, everybody. This is Lori at the Writer's Way podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm here with Ryan Schroeder. Hello. Hi. Nice to see you again. Good seeing you. We met at a conference in Vegas in the fall, and it was very smoky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, I had to, and then I had to run a race like two days later. Yes, and, and you felt like you had smoked nonstop yeah, for four yeah. days. I'm heading back to Vegas in two weeks. Uh, different hotels, so I'm hoping that it will be less smoky. I've heard you just can't, you can't get away from it, but yeah. Anyway, thank you, Ryan. Okay, so I'll stop blabbing. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, who you are, what you do. Uh, sure. So, um, I've always wanted to be a writer. Um, I come from a family of educators. Uh, my grandma my dad's side was an English teacher and she did uh, community plays she's a play director Ooh. my dad is an art teacher and my mom was a remedial reading teacher so I've always been surrounded by books and education and art and all, all that great stuff so um I, I, one of my earliest memories actually is just um, laying on the carpeting in the kitchen, like this very 80s kitchen um, with like orange and green and, and brown and like writing stories while my mom's trying not to step on me while she's making dinner. Um, and then <clears throat> like I'd go to my grandma's house and she'd have these leather bound books with gold edged pages um, that were written by like, um, just these classic books uh, like Hemingway and Charles Dickens and, and all this stuff. So it's always just like surrounded by that sort of thing. Uh, and then um, I grew up in a small town in, in Northern Wisconsin and I have some friends that I've known like since birth and two of them have very infectious laughters. And so um, I, I learned from an, from an early age that, if I could get them laughing, then I could get everybody in the room laughing. Uh -huh. And so I really just kind of fed off of that. Um, I really liked uh, bringing joy to people and, and making them laugh. And so then from there, um, oh, and I, I mean, I guess I could say that, um, you know, that's one of the earliest examples I found of like finding your audience, like knowing who it is that you're trying to write for. Um, and then, um, you know, I, I grew up in the 80s and <clears throat> I watched uh, movies like Rambo and, and Predator and Commando and, and like a lot of like movies I probably shouldn't have been watching. <laughs> and uh, so I wrote stories kind of based on those things. Um, when I was 10, I wrote a story about this guy. His name was Jake and his girlfriend was kidnapped and he had to save them. Um, at one point he was in a cave and there was a grappling hook because I was really into grappling hooks. Yeah. And there was a workout scene in there because you have to have a workout scene. Yeah. Um, 
And so from there, I went to college in Wisconsin at Madison. Uh, I got a degree in English. And uh, I was going to get a degree in English with a creative writing um, certificate. Mm -hmm. But the only way to do that was to take another semester of, of school and and I didn't want to do that. And so um, I just have an English degree. Hopefully nobody frowns on that. But um, <laughs> uh, And then from there, after I graduated, I moved out to Los Angeles. Because um, like I said, I've, I've always really been into movies. And so I've always really been into writing. And so I just was going to combine those two loves and, and move out to Los Angeles and become a screenwriter. And... That didn't really pan out. I mean, I wrote a couple of screenplays, um, and I had, like, the Jake story? story with the girlfriend? No, no, no. Um, uh, these were kind of darker and more adult, and, uh, and there's really dark humor in them. They're more kind of, like, Coen Brothers-esque, I guess you could say. Oh, okay. Um, and so then I moved back, um, to What's up? How long were you there for? Uh, for one year. Okay. So not like not a ton of time, um, but my wife, who was my girlfriend at the, at the time, she was living back in Minnesota, mm -hmm. and so I moved I moved back to be with her, mm -hmm. um, and then <clears throat> I heard about this you know magical thing where you could print on demand, and and <laughs> and I was really interested in this. Um, and so I started writing stories that I thought would be really good, um, but I was never confident enough in them to actually publish them. Mm -hmm. So I wrote these stories and just kind of set them aside and then life happened and, and um, we had a couple of daughters and um, like in, in the back of my mind, you know, I, I still was like, okay, I, I gotta write stories. I gotta write stories. I love writing, I gotta do it. And uh, one day, my older daughter was sitting at the table, and she was eating some green beans. And she goes, Dad, these green beans are squeaking. And she starts bopping her head, and she's dancing around, and I go, that's it. That's my story. And so then I wrote a book called uh, Green Bean Dance. It was a very clever title based on the fact that <laughs> I was eating green beans and dancing. Um, <laughs> And so I published that first book in 2014, actually. And how did it do? Uh, so the very first year, it did amazing, uh, like in terms of, of what I feel is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it did uh, about, about $2,000. Nice. Um, and then like a month after publishing that book, I also published another book called Colors of Minnesota. And that book um, is also cleverly titled because it's about colors and about Minnesota. Um, so <laughs> How do you come up with these? I don't know. I know, it's crazy. Yeah. They just come to me somehow. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that book I wrote um, for my younger daughter because she was about two at the time. Um, and so I was trying to teach her you know, about her colors and about fun facts about the state that we live in. Mm -hmm. And that book, actually, I published that one a lot faster than Green Bean Dance, just because um, 
we have a train that runs between St. Paul and Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And they were doing this big show for this big this big celebration for this for this train and i thought that this book would be a really great thing to be able to sell at this celebration and it might have been but (laughs) then there's a giant uh rainstorm and everybody's tents were blowing away and rain like the, the tents were even though they were blown away, I mean, it, they really weren't serving any purpose anyways, because the rain was like slanting in. Oh, wow. And <laughs> so, so yeah. <laughs> did you, did your books get ruined or did you? No, thankfully they did not. Thankfully they did not get ruined. Um, because okay, oh, sorry. Most of them in boxes. Oh yeah. Good. <laughs> Mother nature. Yeah. At our finest. So this book, The Colors of Minnesota, has really taken off in Minnesota, and you have a whole ton of speaking engagements, right, about this book. Yeah. So um, in in March, um, March 11th through March 28th, I'm actually going to be speaking at 25 uh, libraries and public schools combined. Mm-hmm. Um, I got sponsored by the Arrowhead Library System, and they received money from a grant um, that Minnesota has for the arts and cultural heritage. Uh, I believe this was started in 2014 by the legislature, and uh, it's just ways to fund the arts for the states. Cool, and did somebody reach out to you after having seen your book, or did you pursue, you know, these different avenues? Um, So I'm very lucky in that I have a lot of uh, super fans, and so um, a person just came up to me, and they're like, hey, I know a person who is involved in this grant process, and I think your book would be, would, would be something that they'd be interested in. Would, would you like me to reach out to them for you? And I was like, yeah, of course I would. <laughs> um, and thankfully, they reached out to them, and, and it worked out. Um, but I also have like... Uh, uh, other people who um, there's a there's a big children's picture book thing in Wisconsin uh, that people have reached out to me about and they're like hey you should really apply for this um, I uh, I have one person whose like life mission it is to get me on the Ellen DeGeneres show like every time <laughs> I talk to her she's like you know one day she's like one day I'm gonna get you on Ellen and I'm like oh wow I hope that happens <laughs> that would be amazing yeah I'll watch you on Ellen. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. So how many books are in your veggie series? Um, so I have two books in the Lettuce Read About Vegetables series. Um, like green lettuce? Beans. Yeah, lettuce like lettuce. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. And the funny thing about that is that uh, my mom would always tell us the story about how when she was in church and the pastor would say, let us pray. Yeah. My mom was saying, let us pray. And she's like, why would, why would let us be praying? Like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then I was like, oh, well, I want people to read these books and I'll call them let, let us, let us read. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Um, so, so yeah, I have two in the let us, let us read about vegetables. <laughs> um, I have green bean dance. And then I recently published um, carrot cupcakes, which I published. Uh, in October. 
Nice. And the tomato book? Out? Not yet? Out? Uh, not quite ready yet. Soon. That, Hopefully it's I, next. I read your, um, you know, there's going to be a tomato book about bu bullying. And what came to my mind right away was the movie Elf. So you have kids, I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and where they're talking about the books and the publishers, and they're like, what's yeah. more, what's more vulnerable? Was it a tomato or, uh, I think it was a tomato, wasn't it? I think it was a tomato, yeah. What's more vulnerable <laughs> than a tomato? So it cracked me up right away. <laughs> and I mean, that's not where I got the idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Tomatoes, you know. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk a bit about your process. So you started in 2014. You've been doing it for four years. You have four books then? Yep, four books currently. Um, the two about vegetables, and then I've got two in the lettuce read about colors. Um, one called Colors of Minnesota, and then one called uh, Colors of Wisconsin. Is that also lettuce? Lettuce? Lettuce yep. read about color? Yeah. yeah, so... Is there vegetables in that one? <laughs> no. <laughs> um but what happened so like in 2014 when i first started doing this um like i really wanted to just have my own imprint mm -hmm. i didn't want you know all my books to have amazon on them for example and so i came up with this imprint name called vegetable books um it's like vegetables but there's an h in it <laughs> and the space um and so all my books have this lettuce logo on them. Okay. Now yeah. it makes more sense. Thank you. <laughs> That's super clever. I love that. Thank you. I am not clever at all. Mine are under Lori. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the publishing process. So four books in four years. Uh, what have you learned? What have been the big ahas? Um, so I've learned that it's not, a sprint it's a marathon for me anyways mm -hmm. um my books about vegetables are actually illustrated by my wife mm -hmm. um, she is also from a very creative artistic family uh her grandfather was an architect and her grandmother was a potter and, and all her her mom and her aunts are all uh, all very creative um and so she actually did the illustrations for those two books um and she's a lawyer and I also work full time. Ooh. And so it took a while for the illustrations to get done. And, and so, I, so I learned, you know, as for me, I mean, that's just the way it's going to have to work out, but yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm lucky that I'm able to work with my wife and, and, Ooh. and these books are, I feel are going to be more special for our children and, and our grandchildren someday and, yeah. and other, other people's. It's a legacy you're leaving for them, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, the ones about the states, like I, I illustrated those. Um, and then the one about um, the tomato is actually going to be illustrated by my sister. So, oh, cool. Yeah. Wow. So it's, a whole, it's a whole family ordeal. Yeah. Ordeal. I hope it's <laughs> <an> ordeal. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, so um, and, and like we were saying with the, so Green Bean Dance, the very first one that I published, that's actually the one that I sell the most of. Um, but because I'm getting this grant money for Colors of Minnesota, that one's actually like moved <laughs> way far ahead as far as as far as the money I'm making on that. Oh, good. That's cool. Um, 
what advice do you have for people just starting out? Um, I would say I'm going to steal this from the conference that I met you at, but, uh, you know, just press the button. Um, you know, if you don't, if you don't press the button, I mean, nobody's ever going to read what it is that you've created and you've spent a lot of time sitting there thinking about this story and, and you've sat there and you've put the words down on the paper and you've either illustrated it yourself or you've gone through the process of finding an illustrator. Uh, so you've, you've done all the work. So there's really no reason to just like let it sit on your computer. I mean, just, just press the button and let them get it out there. Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. Are you going to ever press the button for those books you said you started off before Green Bean Dance? <laughs> um, Are they gone? <laughs> no, I still have them um, and they have been edited and I will probably not take my own advice. <laughs> um, I just read a quote. It was something like, um, you know, if your first work uh, doesn't embarrass you, you know, like you're starting too late, something like that. So, you know, you got to start. And even if it's kind of crappy or you don't like it, you know, I'm not saying it's crappy. It might be great, but you don't. <laughs> well, I will tell you that it is really amazing. <laughs> it is really amazing. <laughs> then push the button. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I want to hear the Mike story <laughs> with the grappling hook and the girlfriend and the cave. It sounds very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe chapter books. Do you think you'll ever do books for adults or just all? Yeah, actually, I'm in the process of writing some humorous fantasy novels. Oh. Um, I'm hoping to, I, I've written one, and I'm about halfway through the second one, uh, and I have uh, titles for the next two after that, and some ideas, uh, and so I'm hoping to get those written and then, and then rapid release those. So hopefully by the end of the year, I'll have those done. Wow, you're a busy guy. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. So is your family really supportive? How do, like, are your daughters super proud? How's that going on? Oh, yeah. They're very supportive. Um, and I mean, the girls are, are so like carrot, carrot cupcakes. So the pictures that my wife did though, on those, um, those are of my younger daughter. She's, she's the character in that book. Uh, and then Green Bean Dance, the character in that book is my older daughter. And so they're like super excited about, about that. And then um, both of them really love reading. And so they keep pressuring me now that they're older to write books more for their age. Um, so, <laughs> so I've got a lot of, a lot of books. That, that You'd be well planned into 2020. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, was there anything along the way these past four years that really surprised you? Um. Yes. Um, I would say, well, I was very surprised by like the number of people who are doing this and how, I wouldn't say easy, um, but like the actual, like once you actually get through doing the work of making the book, <laughs> actually publishing it itself is easy. Yeah. Um, but then like marketing it is, is obviously much more difficult. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and that's one of the things where I'm actually kind of struggling a little bit is with the marketing 
aspect of it. I'm not, I'm not uh, a marketer and, and, and it, by any means, I've never been like a real salesperson. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I was a boy scout and I had to sell popcorn to raise money and I basically sold to my grandmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. And I feel like you're not alone. There's so many, many creative people. It's so hard because we feel so vulnerable about our work, but that's the part that I've fallen in love with, which surprised me. <laughs> I, I, I love, because I don't consider myself salesy at all, but you, you know, you don't have to be, so. Yeah, and there's, like, things are constantly changing in this business. I'm, I mean, like, things pop up, and that's, like, the hot new thing, and everybody just, like, piles on that thing, and then a couple months later, or, like, month, year later that thing's disappeared and now there's a new hot thing and so th- things are always always changing in this business mm-hmm. you have to be uh, flexible yeah very flexible yeah if you're a super rigid thinker <laughs> this might not be the, the path for you right yeah right amazon amazon's a great <laughs> example of that over the past six months <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly okay so where can people find you i'll post links but uh so I actually just created a website. Um, (laughs) That's one of those things that that I had to learn. Um, And YouTube was fantastic for that. Um, So I have a website. It's called vegetabooks.com. It's V-E-G-E-T-A-H-B-O-O-K-S.com. I'm also on Facebook as Vegetabooks and Twitter as Vegetabooks and and. Anywhere else where you might find somebody being social. (laughs) (laughs) Your other being social. (laughs) Excellent. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today. I really appreciate it. I love it. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're welcome. I'm super excited to follow you and see how it happens in March. That's a lot of speaking. Yeah, yeah. Um, And thankfully, I have a forensic background, um, public speaking background. Um, that's another thing that my grandma who was an English teacher was really into. And so uh, like, <laughs> yeah. So you're not nervous about it. Uh, I'm always a little nervous right before it starts. Um, yeah. and then once, once it gets going, then I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. And after, <laughs> after 25 appearances. Yeah. Yeah. The 25th one will be the best one. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, so thank you I, so I still much. Say, I'll still say go to the first one and each progressive one j- just to make sure that by the 25th one, I'm, I'm telling the truth. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you and congratulations on all those speaking engagements and your book success. Thank you. And anybody watching who wants to hear from more authors, please subscribe. Thanks. Bye, Ryan. See you. You've been listening to the Writer's Way podcast. For show notes, links to guests' information, and to learn more about the Writer's Way, check out lauriwriter.com. Until next week, enjoy this chapter of your life.